Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Harry Douglas in for Key today, ESPN Radio. Oh, it's a good mood here Man, in the studio. I, I walked in this morning, I was so mad. I don't know why I got mad, because it's like, I used to be that dude back in, I had size 13, 13 shoes, right? <laughs> I can't so, say you, Jay. So, you know, you go in, you know, it's like we're size 12, 13, 14. You go into the Foot Locker, you go into the Champs back in the day, like, yo, oh, look, yo, those new Jordans are dope, let me cop those. Like, ah, oh, sorry, oh, I'm so sorry, we don't. I would figure carry, they would have them because no one has that size foot. They don't carry your size 13. Oh, they don't carry the don't size carry, at all. They don't carry size 13 or 14. No, but HD wears size 7. Man, get out of here. You're Man, not going to listen to me. He's got mini footitis. What we're not going to do is mini that on a surplus or radio. size 7 he was, every shoe Harry store. Douglas was born with a rare disorder. I'm a nine and a half. Very athletic, but super <laughs> small Man, feet. Man, on this man's feet. This man got Mickey Mouse feet. He got the cutest feet I've ever seen in my life. Look at him. They so cute. Feet that small, you should paint your toes, Harry. <laughs> man, he his feet out. dangling. Man, his feet. Are your feet dangling? From no, the they chair? can touch the floor. Look, he got the oh, toes. Right, okay. Go, wait, wait, cool. wait. Gates, go to. He got the toes on the floor. Put the toe, the toes. The toes. The floor. You know, man, big toe, big toe on the, the big floor. Toe. <laughs> hey, his heels ain't hey, touching that joint at all, though, baby. You are elite. Yeah, me too. I don't me care too. what they say. Who's they? You're oh, they. What do you mean what they say? First out of one side of his mouth, he goes, Daddy, I don't care what they say, meaning him. What's, what's got, si- what size you wear, Max? Ten. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a ten. Solid ten. That's ain't far off, though. Yeah, but ten oh, is the worst man. size because that's like a very common size. That's why they're always out of the shoe. Yeah, I feel like they always got size nine and a half, though. Yeah, he, they, they do. He has everything. Everything. I was always the odd man That's, out. By the way, nine and a half is true. For some reason, like, I'm yeah. always, when I was, I was trying to cram my foot into a nine and a half because they had that. Yeah. Ain't nobody go- tell Jada had them clown feet. And <laughs> 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 I go in the Harry's closet. Yeah. I'm like, hold on, man. How'd you get that? How'd you get that? He's like, well, they just have my sides. They always got your sides. Sad part is like my brother, who's 6'3", wears a 13. <laughs> See? What happened? And he's he my, got all the fun. He's, he's my little big brother. <laughs> my little, little big brother. And not only that, he got to play in the NBA. You had to play in the NFL. Oh, I know. You and only he, play in he, the NFL if you can't the, play in the he NBA. He has the NFL body, though, too. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> so you're, you must have been at practice like, wait, I got to take these licks, and this dude gets to dunk in front of people. This and- dude makes $250, $250 million and has to only watch – Four hours of tape a week. Well, that's, Harry watches that a night. <laughs> right now. Right now. And I've been retired since I wonder what size foot uh, Tua has. Because there are some compact dudes who really should have been taller for whatever. They lifted too many weights or something. And if you look at their foot, they're like, no, that dude's supposed to be about 6'2". Why is he 5'8"? This man right? said I got clown feet. <laughs> Maybe Tua has big feet. Maybe he's supposed to be taller. That would... Uh, Comp- I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. baller. Yeah. yeah. I would call her. <laughs> yeah. A rabbit yeah, was something about a rabbit in a hat and a yeah. six or something. What? All right. <laughs> Tyreek Hill calls Tua Tagovailoa the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Tyreek Hill on first take. 
You had an opportunity right. to pick between Tua or pick between Zach Wilson, and you decided South Beach instead of New York. What was the what, what was the determining factor in that? I say it once, and I say it, say it again. You know, Zach Zach Wilson is a dog, but I rather play with the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Mm. So look, I, Harry, I think frankly this is genius. I, I I think first off, having your own platform is great. I would advocate for any player to have their own platform. And every time he says something positive about Tua, people lose their minds. He never said Tua was better than Patrick Mahomes. He just said for this situation, he prefers Tua. Or he's calling Tua more accurate. Right? He didn't even the say most he accurate. Oh, to, to Zach Wilson, he to said. To Zach yeah. Wilson, yeah. right? Yeah. More accurate. So for me, I kind of feel like this is a hell of a bet to hedge on if you're, if you're Tyreek. Because if Tua doesn't answer the bell, guess what? Stephen Ross going to get somebody in there that can. Maybe that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe that's somebody else. So why not back your quarterback to the fullest? We are talking about the Miami Dolphins more than we have any other offseason other than the other light that we could have been talking about them, right? Stephen Ross, Tom Brady, you know, Sean Payton, this secret meeting. Like now we're talking about on the field. Why not promote your team and your quarterback? And if your quarterback does not live up to expectation, your team and you guys will move on. See, the thing about it is that Tua's going to be under a ton of pressure regardless this yes. year. Everybody knows that. And does Tua want this attention? Technically, no, he doesn't. But I know he probably doesn't have a problem with Tyreek Hill, one of the best receivers in the game today, boosting him up. It also can do a lot for his mental. Yes. And boost his confidence. Like, you know what? Okay, we have this guy that we traded for who's electric, who I've seen won a Super Bowl, who I know is the fastest guy in the National Football League, and he's backing me like this on every platform. So I would lean more towards the positive side. When he first started doing it, I was like, oh, I don't know if this is good for Tua. But now that I look at it, he's actually probably boosting Tua's confidence going into this season. Because let's, not, let's, let's be honest now, they've surrounded him with a lot of pieces. And Tyreek Hill deciding if he's going to go play for Zach Wilson or play with Tua Tagovailoa. Listen, there's a guy at the head coach named Mike McDaniel. That's who he's going to play for who utilized Debo Samuel the way that Tyreek Hill can be utilized. There you go. And has also another guy named Jalen Waddle who is similar to him in play style. That's why another reason why he went to Miami, money-wise. And there's no state tax in Florida. You're going to get taxed like hell up here in New York if you would have came up here playing for the can, New York Jets. Can I tell you guys a story through a statistical profile for a second of a guy who basically didn't play his first year, okay? Short, short quarterback. Didn't play his first year. The thought was he could be accurate enough to succeed, even if he wasn't the fastest or the biggest or whatever. I think I know who you're talking Went about. Went eight and eight his second year, over 3,000 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. He showed promise. And I believe, I don't know if he got hurt, I think he got benched in his third year, his second as a starter. Went two and nine, 2,000 yards passing, 11 touchdowns to 15 interceptions. They drafted his replacement. The next year, he went 11-4 and four with 3,000 yards and his first really good NFL season that made him a star. 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. And then he kept his job, went 9-7, and seven, and he improved a little bit, 24-50. He, he, and then he got dealt, or he left. He left in free agency because like, uh, he didn't like the contract offer. And that was Drew Brees, he, the most accurate quarterback of all time, short guy. Tua Tagovailoa exactly who you're was about. called 
a left hand, they were the speculation was what's his upside? Could he be a left-handed Drew Brees? Not the biggest, strongest guy or the fastest, not the little undersized for a quarterback, but could he be accurate enough to be an NFL star, right? Well, listen to what and I understand the errors are different. The passing game has evolved. Listen to what uh Tua's doing in his career so far. Real quick, Jay. Tua in his first year, and look at think of how this stacks up with Breeze. In his first year, he started unlike Breeze. Breeze didn't play. He went his team went six and three, and he completed sixty four percent of his passes. Eleven touchdowns, five interceptions. Didn't throw for a lot of yards, right? Under two thousand yards. The next year, last year, seven and five, and he got benched just like Breeze in his first year. He got taken out, put in seven and five last year. Almost sixty eight percent of his passes over twenty five hundred yards. 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. What he talks about is how you develop a quarterback. First year, it's nothing. Second year, you got third year, you have to. Tua, there's nothing in his career so far that would disqualify him from being a top notch quarterback. Maybe the eyeball test because he's short, he doesn't have a big arm, but his career progression is not unlike Drew Brees' so far. Also, it depends upon who your head coach is that unlocks you as well because Sean Payton unlocked Drew Brees, correct? Yeah, he's going to unlock two or two next year maybe. But that's why (laughs) I think it's positive that Mike McDaniel is Tua's head coach because one of the things that Sean Payton did is created that balance offensively. It was a run game. It was a a pass game. It was both. They've never been, okay, I'm a heavy pass, pass, pass. We're going to abandon a run. They always were balanced. And I, I played in that rivalry. I played against Drew Brees on numerous of occasions. And I'll tell you another thing that Drew Brees did so well, though, is that playing he threw a dome. The, well, <laughs> that too. And and he threw with anticipation. Mm-hmm. And when you see Drew Brees like warming up, right? He's warming up. He's going through warm ups. He's not only just you know what I'm acting like I'm throwing to the first read. Drew Brees is going to the second, third. Four free, it's repetition. So when he gets in a game, I literally seen Drew Brees in a football game against us, the Atlanta Falcons one time, go through read one, go through read two, go through read three, and then go back to read one and throw up go route all the way down the field for a touchdown. Hey, do you think, because Brandon Marshall said this to me on this just in uh, six months ago or so, he said Tua, when you look at the film, is a slow blinker. Slow blinker meaning it takes him a while to process information. So... For a guy like that, what you talked about, the repetition that Drew Brees put himself through, that's even more important. Do you, when you watch Tua, do you think he's a slow blinker? And is there something he can do to remedy that? I think he can throw – this is a problem that a lot of young quarterbacks have coming out of college. A lot of quarterbacks have to see receivers, see tight ends open before they throw it. And in the National Football League, you can't be like that. You have to throw with anticipation. You have to anticipate where that receiver uh, is going to be. Now, that also – put lies, lies, a lot of uh, onus on the wide receiver in that trust. So that quarterback receiver tight end, they have to have that trust. So if that quarterback throws with anticipation, he knows that receiver is going to be there to catch the football, and it's not going to be an interception as well. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, Harry Douglas, as you can hear, in for key today. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. What's the reaction around the NFL to the Kyler Murray independent study mandate in his $160 million guaranteed contract. Is it really a guaranteed contract? They can void it if he doesn't study, watch film four hours a week? Dan Graziano joins us next. He's got his ear to the ground. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray agrees to a five-year extension is worth $230.5 million. This is something that both sides have talked about and wanted to do throughout the entire offseason. He's a really special player. He has unique talents in terms of his ability as a runner, his ability as a passer with how developed he is this early in his career. The Cardinals are betting on Kyler Murray and betting big. Hey, hey, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Yep, get him, HD. Get him, get him. Come on, Gross. Nah, hey. yes. Come on, Gross. <laughs> Gross, say nah. Not in public. And Max. Hello. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80. Where were you at, by the way? I was looking stuff up. I, I'm looking up. Uh, how do you think I come up with the Drew Brees and Tua statistical comparisons? And I do it all from my cell phone, my computer. By the way, here's the thing, Dan Graziano. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. <laughs> Dan and I haven't seen each other in a minute. This is not when people are like they were on the phone. It's not a phone. No. A phone is one of the many functions. You probably use the phone less than anything else. It's a computer. Right. These are portable computers. And that's what that's what Kyler's going to tell them if they say, "Were you looking at your phone while you were watching film?" Yeah, Just you were on <laughs> you were on your, your phone. Dan. Ah, I was studying film. What a transition, Dan. <laughs> the best Dan transition of the morning is an ESPN hour ESPN NFL insider, of course. Dan, what what? Just give me your reaction. Yeah. To the mandate in Kyler's contract that he studies four hours a week of film. My first reaction was, this is a terrible precedent to set for future contracts. And we've talked about how, like, quarterbacks, you know, could insist on more guarantees than they do and help out, you know, the the larger body of players going forward, and they rarely do it. But this is another step. Like, this is going to let teams put 
anything they want in a contract, right? Like, you're going to be able to say, well, the, the, this guy was the number one pick. And he agreed to this homework clause. Like, why shouldn't you, random well, because player, I think we're trying to sign? It'll it'll apply to players where there is some thought maybe you shouldn't give them the contract. But right. it ain't going to apply to Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe right. Burrow. Those guys, they're going to be like, okay, fine, don't give me the contract. Someone else will. And that's the second part of the reaction, which is that, you know, for most of these guys, you don't have to put a – a clause like this in. So what's it doing in there? And what does it say about the player and his relationship with the team? It's, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing. You know, I saw somebody put it out there like, well, Murray already does this, uh, so he, that's why he agreed. No, if he already does this, then... You don't have to have put it to in put there. Thank you. Thank you, So, man. like, it's, it's weird, uh, and it says a lot about the situation. Look, just remember, Super Bowl Sunday, Mortensen's report about how the Cardinals wanted him to work harder, show more leadership. So now they've legislated it in the contract. So it wasn't nothing. Uh, and there's definitely a situation here where the team wants him to do things differently than he's done in terms of how he works and how he prepares for games. He obviously signed it. He's obviously okay with it. But it... it, it Look, to me, it, op- it opens up a lot of things, right? If, if he struggles, this is going to be a thing people remember and say about him, right? Like, is he working hard enough? I, I just, to me, it's, it's just a very sort of icky kind of, uh, kind of thing to be in this kind of contract. Gross, the thing that got me about it is that it's saying four hours a week. Yeah. If you're only watching four hours a week, well, th- that's, that's not even good. That's not good, Gross. So, what it's, so the, the team meetings don't count. Right, like if you no. read the, the the language, is that this is an additional four hours over and above what he does at the facility. So I don't know how they landed on four hours. Maybe they negotiated it. Maybe they wanted eight, and he said one, and this is where they landed. But um, yeah, this is like we want you to do more work than you're doing uh, is basically what they're saying. More work than than the minimum that is required of you by being here every day. Uh, so. It's odd, man. I mean, it, it is. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've never seen it before. It's a little like clauses in contracts that require guys to make weight, right, to, to weigh a certain or can't go over. Yep. It's, it's a little like that. Um, you can see if a guy is fat, this is a little behind the scenes. You're kind of, you're kind of opening up. They should have. Uh, the they should have put that in. He has to grow an inch every week. Forget about it. That's the problem is he's too tough. short. Yeah. Not that he, but but it, I, I, will say, I will say this, though. When you when you come in on Mondays after you watch a, uh, after you play a Sunday game, you watch the film mm-hmm. that that you the game you just played, right? Yeah. Then later that day, you probably go into the film of the next opponent. So Monday, Look. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, six days and four hours yeah. is required. Eight thirty minute sessions is all you have to do. But the fact that it's anything is is kind of insulting, right? Like, it's very insulting. I mean, when does ESPN call you and say, "Harry, you're hosting tomorrow. Uh, I want to make sure you you put in at least forty five minutes of time researching this topic." Let me tell you what you know why or they don't grass. You know you. why they don't grass because they know I'm gonna do because it. Because you anyway. can do it anyway. Exactly. You don't have to be told. They to actually do it. have to put this in is, Harry's the point, that only forty five minutes, <laughs> so he doesn't right. overstudy. This is the point, though. When your quarterback is the leader of your team that yeah. sets that type of tone. And now you need this language that stipulates, hey, this is what we expect of you work-wise, which seems like bare minimum. Uh-huh. What kind of precedent does that set for your team? It's bad. Look, I mean, look, it's, it's not. And then, and then think about this. This is in a contract that's going to pay him over $46 million a year, one of the highest contracts in the history of the league. So you're not only saying this, obviously nobody's perfect, right? We're not going to say it, but, but you're saying this is a player that we don't feel works hard enough. Yet, we reward we've him. rewarded him with this contract because 
it would be even worse for us to have to go find a new quarterback. Hey, Dan, <laughs> what, uh, what's, what's odd to me is the Arizona Cardinals with Kyler Murray as quarterback are basically unbeatable in the first half of the season. Yeah. Then they like lit like eight and zero, seven and one. They're the best team in football because of him. And then he wears down because he's little. And then they don't they don't play as well in the That'd second be half. Different this year without D Hop, right? So, man, yeah, could be. Games. So so like first to six, me, huh? the, if he has the curse of the gifted, where he's able to slide a little mm-hmm. bit on some of the stuff that other guys have to do, mm-hmm. that has not yet shown itself. Not to my eye. What's shown it itself has. is his size. Well, maybe, but maybe it has. I mean, maybe that is part of the late season collapses, right? I mean, it, it, teams around the league are making adjustments to how to play you, and you're not doing enough to Could push be. back. Again, this is hypothetical, but I mean, regardless, like if you are a GM or a coach, and and you have and you're you don't feel like your quarterback is working hard enough. And again, I'm not throwing this this phrase out there. I think that's a fair interpretation of this clause in the contract: is they don't think he works hard I agree. enough. If then. That's bad for everyone, right? Like now you're trying to you, – this, this is the example. So even if you don't think it's tied to the late season collapses, it could be tied to your ability to manage your team by saying, you know, if the quarterback's not doing this, then, then how can I ask my second-string running back in to that do case, it? I, in that case, I understand. We talked about it earlier in the show, obviously, but then I understand the stipulation because on the one hand, if he's already doing it anyway, then he's like, I'm not risking this money. I do that anyway. Right. And on the other hand, if he doesn't, if he if he's like what Mike Vick now understands with age and wisdom, he didn't do as in his youth. Right, youth is wasted on the young. Well, then this is something he kind of needs. It would it would only right. help to make him better. So why wouldn't? And he's going to do it because now the money's on the line. It seems to make sense, maybe. The specific wording of the clause is what's really kind of weird. That's the part where it starts to get insulting, right? He's not allowed to look up from his iPad at the television or check his phone during this. Now, I don't know how you, how you necessarily you know, regulate this, but they're basically telling him, if you are playing a video game while you're also studying, we can void your contract. I mean, think about that. That's not what they're, they're not saying, you know, oh, you're going to be suspended, you're going to be fined, whatever. Like, all this money goes away, potentially, if we find out that instead of doing the work we assigned you, you're texting someone. Can I give you all some examples? So they play the Rams twice a year, right? Uh-huh. They beat them the first time, lost to them the second time. You play them a third time in the playoff game, and it was a poor performance. Yeah, it got smoked. Poor performance. Yeah. So things like this may come up in those type of scenarios. Sure. Yeah, we have, we, have, we have more Rams for you to watch than we did in week six, yep. right? So, yeah, absolutely it could be tied to, to how they perform over the second half. Just imagine if Mike Vick had something like that, Jay, when he was young, though. Like, we're all kind of down. It's not good. It's embarrassing. But some guys who are uber-talented can coast, and, and maybe it's good before. Like, don't wait for them to learn from their own experience. Learn from the experience of others and, and, you know, force their hand a little. ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Dan, so Deshaun Watson gets $230 million. Um, Kyler Murray gets $230.5 million. What is Lamar Jackson going to get? Yeah, um, I don't think if you're talking about five-year deals – I honestly don't think 250 should be out of the question if you're Lamar Jackson. I mean, look, if Kyler Murray's making 46.1 and Deshaun Watson's making 46 and I'm Lamar Jackson, I roll in there and say, show me those guys' MVP trophies. I would like to see them. And, and, if, you, and if you can produce those, then I'll sign for the same number. And no four-hour study, independent study stipulations, none right. of that in my contract. <laughs> well, none of my other contracts, it was issues off the field. Yeah. I don't have any of that Nothing. stuff going on. Right? Maybe Not too t- short. 
little bit of little bit of injury stuff here and there, or whatever, and haven't performed in the no, playoffs. No, just this but, year. But again, right. But again, my point is like you are. I, I've been MVP of the league, right? I, I've gotten to the playoffs. I've won a playoff. Like all that kind of stuff. You can say all that stuff and say this. I I deserve more than these than Josh Allen. I mean, like he, like he's this been a number one seed. Yes, he doesn't have the off the field issues. Nope, he's performed better and better <laughs> in the playoffs, including a playoff win and beating Patrick Mahomes in the regular season, which you got to do in the AFC. All you hear about him internally is that the coaches and teammates love him. Like that, I mean, there's not one whisper of this kind of stuff, right? Doesn't work hard enough, isn't a leader. He is the, the son around which that entire organization revolves. I think he has every right to ask to be the highest paid player. I don't know if he'll get it, but if he wants to wait for that and he's comfortable with the idea of being franchised a couple times and just playing it out, a la Kirk Cousins or Oof. you know the way Dak Prescott almost did, then good for him. Have a plan and stick to it. But... Um, yeah, we'll see. I, th- this could be – it was like the first or second week of camp last year when Josh Allen signed his deal. So really over the next couple of weeks, I think, is when we'll find out whether this is something that happens or whether he goes into this year uh, still, still looking for that deal. Justin Herbert's going to be so rich. Yeah, but again oh, – He's going to be so rich. I mean, unless Tannenbaum is right, like he's not going to be coming to the table next offseason with an MVP trophy, right? I mean, like that's, that's, a, that's a big part of this. But yeah, Burrow, Her- Russell Wilson's going to need a new deal next but, year. That's but a Herbert different. more Herbert than any of these. Herbert doesn't need an MVP trophy. Herbert's right. got – Even though I have him as my MVP favorite yeah, Me too, but, to but Harry, he does not have the injury history that Joe Burrow does. Yeah. He's yeah. six foot six. He's, he's, he's got all the stats, the arm, then, the whole thing. And then he's going to get $300 million? Like what's, he, what's the guarantee? Factor this in, like you, you, here's our example that we're talking about today is Arizona. They they don't even seem to really like this guy, and they pay. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so so you have, I mean, you have all the leverage in the world if you're if you're a quarterback and your team is confronting the idea of life without you. That is the great Dan Graziano, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN NFL insider. Thank you, as always, Dan. My pleasure. our two a days roll on, Dan. You might be interested to know. Interesting. With the Los Angeles Rams. Oh. Hey. Heard, heard of them. Let me ask you something, Dan, real quick. You tell me off camera, and then we're going to talk about it next segment. <laughs> What's the biggest concern for the defending Super Bowl champs? Ooh, da, 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 don't let them know. No, no, I got you. We'll reveal Dan's answer coming up. Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Key, ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio's NFL Two-A-Days, the Los Angeles Rams. This is one of those contracts when you see the news break. I'm glad he's playing. I love watching Aaron Donald play. To me, this puts them over the edge. They're going to win the Super Bowl. When you start with Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford and and especially Sean McVay coming back, they're certainly good enough to make another run. I think Allen Robinson may be one of the sneakiest big moves this year. This man was going off the 1,000-yard season in Chicago. The Rams right now are clear favorite. Keyshawn, Jerry Willemax, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas in for Key today. I mean, they don't have Odell right now. He's hurt. But then again, they didn't, have, they didn't have Odell for a lot of the season. They got Allen Robinson. They got Allen Robinson. That's a nice number two, I guess, on this team right now. Oh, of course. Cooper Cup's number one. No, no, but I'm trying to think, is there any? No, he's number two. There's no one ahead of Allen Robinson no. other than Cooper Cup, in other words. Uh-uh. No, yeah, I mean, you, nice had Van, you had Van Jefferson, the the son of Sean Jefferson. They have one kid yeah, though, man, two two right? Atwell from Louisville, yeah. who they were very very high on. Not this past draft, but the year before, mm. who, uh, who could really stretch the field. He was hurt last year, but they're banking on him being healthy. Remember when year. it was like, hey, uh, Odell's not even going to be number two on this. Van Jefferson, no, no, Odell healthy. He's at least number two in the Super Bowl. It looked like he might have been number one, 
and then he got hurt. But Bobby Wagner, they got their defense settled again too. I mean, they, you know, they, they are absolutely loaded. Bobby Wagner I'm was con- a great. How, how good is Bobby Wagner still? By the way, I th- he oh. was a great player in his prime. Is he still great? Yes, he's still a great player. Instinctive, uh, see ball, get ball. Mm-hmm. Very, very smart captain of a defense. I'm looking forward to him, especially with Raheem Morris being a defensive coordinator. So look doing at the, a lot of things. On that look defense. at the additions, especially Robinson. We just mentioned in Wagner. But look what they lost, guys. Let me tell you something about these Rams with Sean McVay. The offense took off once they got Andrew Whitworth. He was a free agent left tackle. Teams like my New York football giants thought at the time, he's already 33 or 34. He won't be good for the life of the deal. We can't sign him. He was When he was on the field for the Rams, he was a difference maker. He was the blindside protection who enabled that Rams offense. And by the way, Put that graphic back up, guys, on TV. Look look at who else they lost. Whitworth, the other guy, Robert Woods, when you run outside zone blocking, you need a, a wide out like Robert Woods who blocks like that. You pick up so many yards on the ground because of Robert Woods. And then Von Miller. Guys, Von Miller was the thing maybe that put them over the top. I mean, he was the pass rusher who, you know, to compliment an Aaron Donald. And then Odell was going to be MVP of the Super Bowl. He had at least had a hot start. He had a chance to do it. They lost a lot, guys. HD, let me ask you, though, because we talk about Andrew Whitworth, you know, not being with the team anymore. Joe Noteboom replaces him. He's been with the team since 2018. Austin Corbett, too. Austin Corbett, right? Guard. Guys that have played multiple positions that can fill in for that role. But the age of Matthew Stafford, 34 years old, the elbow, the back injury, that left tackle position is so important to protect him. Because for me, the only – the only slight hole I would see is the health of Matthew Stafford. Dan Graziano. Team, right? By the way, let's pay the it health. off. I said Dan Graziano is going to say off camera, off mic, what the biggest concern for the Rams are. And he said what Jay just said. He said Matthew, Stafford Matthew elbow. Stafford's elbow, elbow. elbow, which the team has discussed publicly, is kind of flying under the radar somehow. And that's a big deal. Well, this is why I think the run game for the Los Angeles Rams is going to be important. Right, You can't just let Matthew Stafford drop back and just throw the ball constantly, constantly, constantly. When we see the Rams struggled a little bit of times that they did struggle last year, the run game wasn't on point. And that's because a lot of their running backs were hurt. You got Cam Akers coming back. Uh, Daryl Henderson, he's going to be he's going to be back as well. Kyron Williams, they drafted him out of Notre Dame. Cam Akers is a big thing. Like that's oh, also he's, flying he's, under he's the huge. radar because he was not available last year for it's most of the late. season, mm-hmm. and and the year before in the second half he looked like an elite back. Yeah, a guy from uh, Florida State who can do it not only in the run game but the pass game as well. But you can't just drop back and say we're going to pass the uh, football every play. They have Higby, they have Blayton who stepped up when Higby went down last year as well, the tight end position, but. You have to be able to establish the run. And when Sean McVay is at his best in this offense, which is the Shanahan tree, is when that run game is thriving yep. and you can you can everything comes off Pick of your it. Poison. the play action, Pick your the, the the bootlegs, the, the the waggles, all that stuff, they go hand in hand together. Woods is big in that department for the reason I mentioned earlier, guys. Like that's why he's such a good overall football well, he, player. He was also he was good blocking. He was good uh, on those jet speed sweep motions coming around, getting those as well. That's, that's how I think they're going to use Tutu Atwell. He was Woods always, even since college at SC, when, uh, what's the other, the, the, the flashy receiver who went second overall, uh, second round, um, who was with Hitting Woods. Him? No, no, no. Um, ah, it's escaping me now. Aguilar? He went, no, he went in the second round. He was on the USC team, on the Trojans team with Robert Woods. 
He was he was considered like the higher end talent, and I, the name is escaping me. When I say it, you'll be like, yeah, well, of course. It's but, but I don't know. Woods I'm from like back <laughs> then was always like so solid in so many areas, and to me, that's a huge. But you talk about opportunities, though. Robert Woods, not saying he wasn't good in Buffalo, but you go to a Rams team and then your talents are really, really showcased even more. And they they figured out how to utilize him the best way possible for his skill set. And also uh, in the confines of the offense, he's now in Tennessee. And Tennessee got a good one now with that trait. Marquise Lee was his name. Sorry. Marquise Lee. Lee, Yeah, Marquise Lee. Played in Jacksonville. Yeah. And and he was drafted in the second round. But back then it was like, yeah, Woods is better, but – Marquise Lee is the guy with the upside. And then even on the Rams, it's like, yeah, Woods is good, but but look at Cooper Cup and look at they bring but Woods is like he's one of those guys where his absence, I think, is gonna is gonna be a big, big well, thing. Well by the way, it's really it's really interesting, right? Because obviously the Rams being the favorite to come back and win the Super Bowl next year, they're the favorite, right? Or is it the Bills? The I think it's the Bills. The Bills, all right, but they're still in that upper but they have a, they line, have right? a chance. Even though it's hard to repeat. Yep. On the upper echelon as it relates to the favorites, right? Golden State, Warriors in basketball. Look, teams and franchises, Harry, that are not afraid to spend. They're not afraid to spend, go deep into the luxury tax for the players that matter the most in order to get back to have a chance to compete for titles. Well, because you look at the Rams and how they constructed things the last few years, they don't care about draft picks. Exactly. Right? They don't care about draft picks. They want the proven player right now. They can can just plug in. They believe in their system. They believe in their culture. They believe in the atmosphere. Let's need a general manager. Um... And we already know what Sean McVay is. He, he is a true players coach, and he's younger than a, some of his players, but they respect him. What a Steve wearing that, that shirt, blank them picks, right? And that's what <laughs> yeah. LeBron James then tweeted Get out. Like, picks, hey, man. hello, Rob Palenka, can we blank them picks too? Like, we're trying to win chips here. Let's figure it out. But I will, I will say this. When you look at their secondary, right, and, and they lost Darius Williams. Um, they signed Troy Hill. David Long Jr., he's going to be there. They drafted Darian Kendrick. Corner number three, I think it's going to be important to me. When you look at a team like the Arizona Cardinals who who wants to throw the football a, a ton of times, when you see the NFL and the makeup of it, you see the Green Bay Packers, which I don't think this year is going to be the thing for them. They're going to have to run the football too. But even Dallas last year when they wanted to throw the football mainly, they're going to have to run it more. I think so as well going into 2022. But you look at the NFL and what it's become, these teams want to air the football out. You have to be – Three, four, five corner deep mm-hmm. so you can contend because the game is all about matchups. How can I get my best receiver or my number two or num- my number three on your worst corner? Mm. That's what the game has come to. You got a lot of dudes. You need a lot of dudes who can cover in your, in your backfield if you want to compete. Yes, this has been uh, our latest edition of Two A Days, Los Angeles Rams. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, Keyshawn J. Willemax, with Harry Douglas in for key today. Jay, Draymond Green says the 2017 Warriors would beat Michael Jordan and the 98 Bulls. We're going to get into that. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. That's how old mm. I am. I remember when this dropped. Who could do that yet? Fred Setter, I'm better. I like when Max gets excited yeah. about these songs and stuff. Said I got a gold like name it. plate that said, I wish you would. <laughs> I think they did at one point. But that takes a lot. Remember, remember a couple of years ago, someone broke into LL's house? Beat no. the hell out of him, hemmed him up, and waited for the cops. What? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't someone broke that. into LL's house. What? Wrong house to break into, and LL gave him the business beat him down and i believe held him there for the cops to come and pick him yeah. up what come yeah. get come get I this believe that was, turkey no i gotta look yeah. this jive turkey <laughs> no 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 don't they put him in the 1970s <laughs> ll ll is the 80s now jive get turkey. this jive turkey out my house no no, no 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 you got him in a black exploitation flick from the 70s no that's not a ll is one era later what's the matter with you harry douglas uh guys speaking of the 80s draymond green says the 2017 warriors or the 90s even would beat Michael Jordan and the 98 Bulls. He said, quote, I'm watching the 98 Bulls versus Utah in the finals. I can't help but to notice that our 2017 team, that would be the team with KD, would have beaten these Bulls by a dub and these Jazz by 40 if they're going to play these brands of basketball. And that's why it's dumb to compare errors. By the way, in my opinion, he's absolutely right. Of course, if you simply plucked one team out of a previous era, they would get killed by a modern team because the modern team is built upon what they've learned and have added new things. But wait, uh, but that's not how you do it. Can I have a question, though? Yeah. I, I thought Draymond was new media. Why is new media discussing old media tactics? Because he's smart. Well, look at this. We're talking about him. Draymond You're, Green's an I'm indie. not talking about it. I he's mean, new. What, yes, we, you were talking about it right now. I'm just saying, but he's new media. So this is what old media discusses. Why isn't new media thinking about what's Jay, forward thinking, what's me, futuristic? Jay. Jay. Doe is doe. Ratings are ratings. Clicks are clicks. Eyeballs are eyeballs. Right now on Max, ESPN, the point is, on the screen, Max, it says Draymond Green speaks, and I, we're talking I, all about him and I his can podcast. See what it is, Max. My point is, it's hypocritical. Why? Right? Yeah, well, don't call yourself new media if you're discussing old media. But you don't get rid of it wholesale. Oh, you don't? No. I don't you, know. It was never explained to me what new media is. 
New media is just the... But you don't have to explain it. You didn't create it. So don't try to back it. I'm but, just saying, when somebody comes on, it's, it's like, proliferation all this, all of this media. old media and all they talk about, all these things. Uh-huh. And oh, I see. You're like, criticizing what I'm the not players criti- I'm, I'm are saying. A point. I'm just saying, if you want to say new media, then advance the ball. Like, we've had, this, we've had these conversations so many times. Well, like, his... Uh, can KD's team beat the Jordan Bulls? Wait, but Draymond is still a la- sports fans forever, forever will be interested in this team. The whole point of sports is to create hierarchy. Who's better than whom? I, I understand. I just don't don't fall for debate. I, I absolutely am going to take debate. <laughs> That's right. And he's saying, but Draymond's point is you can't compare errors. But here's the, here's the real problem. This is gets back to better versus greater. Mm-hmm. Better is irrelevant. You can just assume the latest is always the best. Right, And in the one sport that you can actually measure, track and field, that's what you see. The latest, greatest athlete is resetting the record book. He, like in track and field, Usain Bolt was faster than Jesse Owens or Carl Lewis. We can time it. There's no debate or opinion. It's not subjective. He's faster. The 10th the best sprinter in the world today is faster than Jesse Owens. No one would say he's greater. Greatness has to do with how you did versus your contemporaries. Of course, the, 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 the Warriors would beat those Bulls if you just played them together. But if that Bulls team was around today, they would play more like a modern team and, if, and, and would be a different story. All right, so the 95-96 Bulls won 72 games, right? Mm-hmm. And what was the year? Was it 16-17? 15-16. 15-16 that the Warriors won 73. Right. Why you can't compare those two teams? Like, because he's that was without KD, and he's comparing the best man, version of them you with come KD. On, man. Like you they lost the title. You can't uh, be in that conversation if you didn't chip up. I, I, I think he's, like, you're, he's not going to take the team that lost in Game 7 in the fourth quarter at home and compare them to the greatest team of all time. He's going to take the team that crushed everybody with KD, right? I think that's a... If you want to say which team was greater in their day, the Bulls. The Warriors with KD were a cheat code, no doubt about it. Um, but they didn't have Michael Jordan. The Bulls did. If he that's just said, that's why you can't compare errors and it's stupid, why are you comparing the errors? I like, didn't say you can't compare errors. I said, I'm, no, no, that's I'm what, saying that's, what Draymond said. said. Did you read the last line of yes. what he said? Yeah, of Can you I read it to the audience again? What was the last line? That's Ooh. why it's dumb to compare errors. That's what, so why are you comparing errors? I think what he's saying is, for those who say it used to be a tougher game or the circumstances were so, he's saying, yeah, but if you just plucked the team out and played us, we'd crush them. Yeah. So, but what I would say to Draymond is, I agree, errors have, each era has their strengths and weaknesses, and by and large in sports, every era is better in absolute terms than the, than the era that came previously. But the fun in talking sports and comparing eras is saying which team did better in their era. Like, which was the greater, more dominant team in its time? Hey, before I'm going to sit up here and say somebody going to whoop Michael Jordan in a championship, I need to see it. They had the three best <laughs> defenders my, at their hey, position. I want to be, I want to be like Mike. So you're saying Scott Burrell, his game would have been way better, or Ron Harper, their games would have been way Steve better. Steve Kerr, Garden Curry, Steve let's Kerr. see it. I'm saying this. You're saying Steve Kerr. I'm saying this. game would have been better if he Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Don, Kerr, Dennis Rodman. Steve's, Steve Kerr's game would have been better defensively if he were to come up in today's age and train. No, uh, man. We know, we, know, we know that's not going to happen. Wait, hold on, hold on. They're going to put Steve Kerr in a pick and roll like no other. Right. There's some players. Everybody on that roster this is Harry, Tony Kukoc, this all them dudes. Tony Kukoc would be a better offensive player today. He'd shoot it from deeper and consistently. Yeah, the point is this. The Darwin, Darwinism, right? Darwinian evolution, which people uh, 
seem to misunderstand as survival of the fittest as though it means the strongest or the what it means is the best adapted to their era it's a very simple concept it's tautological meaning it's circular in its reasoning but it works if you are the the if you survived in order to pass on your genes in it, that means you were best of adapted to your circumstances, right? And the ones who couldn't pass on their genes were not as well adapted as you. The bulls were, and the players they had were best adapted for their circumstances. So Max, These the, warriors are best adapted so for Max, these circumstances. So the, so, so the point would be that bulls team wouldn't be constructed the way it was back then. You would have had a completely different team to play in today's But era. the nucleus we're really comparing. Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman. Jordan would be a great Kevin Durant, deep Steph, three ball and Clay. Well, well, first of all, Jordan, Pippen, and Robin are It's better. not Michael Jordan's fault that they blew a three-one lead too to the year that they won seventy-three games either. So, like, like I said, I'm not comparing errors. I think it's dumb. And I'm not three, falling for it, Draymond. You have new th- media, literally the three best defensive, three best defensive players of all time Advance in their the prime. Advance it in Jordan, Pippen, Shoot and Rodman. It. And you have the greatest player of all time. I'll you take guys that. Come back to my house for some pancakes. Subway Series time. Yankees and Mets at City Field. Who's the bigger postseason threat? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric e bikes today, the number one selling e bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.